All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the seventh edition of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. I am Jonathan Everett coming to you live from Cannon Beach, Oregon, and I am joined by Randy. Who's joining you from Northeast Portland. Hey, and from I am Josh, and I am joining you guys from an undisclosed location somewhere in northern southern Oregon. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. Randy Kilbag, um, looking at the agenda here, it looks like you might be first up. Can you give us an update on the Patch Patrol raffle? Bennett oh, yeah. Oregon Food Bank. Yeah, we've raised uh, $3,379, not including a generous donation from someone who I happen to know is a, is a complete a-hole in real life. <laughs> I didn't uh, donate. <laughs> yeah, different person. But, uh, yeah, not including that, uh, thirty almost thirty four hundred dollars, um, and that's going to the Oregon Food Bank. And if you want to get in on this raffle of patches, it's at patchpatrol.com slash raffle. Um, a lot of really rare stuff in there. So far, there are eighty nine lots, um, and we're adding to them. We have slowed down a little bit, but I, I'm pretty sure there's a, a couple more lots to add. Um, you know, and I'm looking at some of them and there are some of them, these, you still have a good chance to win. Cause I can see one that's only got four lots, one that's only got one ticket. Of course there are others that have 352 tickets, but, uh, still that's not a bad, bad odd. Um, yeah. So you should go there. Patchpatrol.com slash raffle. It's a good chance to get some really rare patches that you might not otherwise have a shot at. Yeah, there is one package on there that i'm interested in which has the the give me a donut patch um, i know though i mean that's that's mine that's my patch and uh i am a very firm believer in if you create something you're not allowed to keep five if they become scarce i think that's a dick move um so <laughs> uh-oh uh, i give away all of them and only kept one for myself um and uh, it is now on a jacket. And then I was like, shit, I'd like to have one extra. Ah. And so I am going to go for that package. I might. Okay. Well, if you don't win it, I think I'm not sure. I might have two. I can give you one if you need one. What happened last year? I was trying to find one for someone and I asked everyone and it took, well, I think it yeah. took something crazy to get it. And you had two of them? Me? I don't know. I might. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not gonna Even if you had you. one, you just give, give it, it to me. Jonathan. I'm not giving oh it to God. you. <laughs> I gave it to like the head of KeyBank Food Services. They they wanted one because the girl that handles the donuts. Oh, nice. oh that's cool. Yeah. And okay, and well, you yeah, you have one. to quantify these requests because or qualify those requests because otherwise you're just like, oh, hey, somebody wants this. Oh, look at me. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that patch, and uh, it. Uh, again, not many people have it because I only ordered so many based on who ordered the donut destroyer patch, which everyone hates, uh, but I still love. And so yeah, again, what's really funny is I, I, I couldn't recall helping you with that, you know, giving you feedback and stuff. And I didn't like set up the order form or something, but like, yes, I don't recall that being you, you know what I mean? Like. I know, I know you more now. And at that, at the time I was helping you with that, you were just like some regular patch patrol schmuck that I help on a regular yep. basis. Jeez, Randy. Like, hey, you're an Randy, asshole. Randy, can you do all the work for me? Um, I just want to, I want to be a designer. That's what I want to do. I just want to uh, build forms all the time. Yeah. No, it worked. That was really fun. Um, and I still have a giant fucking stack of those patches at home. Uh, Wait, didn't I, you just say that you didn't want to, that you weren't hoarding them? Because, oh, you're talking about the one that, that was the secret one, right? Or no? No, the secret one is like, I, I'm not hoarding the, the key bank, uh, the donut destroyers patches because nobody ordered, nobody ordered them, um, or very limited people ordered them. So I have a giant stack of them, uh, that is not a hoarding scenario. That is a no one bought that scenario. <laughs> um, the, the give me a donut patch is definitely, uh, that was sought after. So uh, it's fun when that happens. So if, if you're listening to this and you're like, what, what are they talking about? You can go to patchpatrol.com and search for it, Donut Destroyer or, or Key Bank or whatever, and it'll show you these. 
and many other fine patches. We're up to yeah. almost a thousand right now. You know, I'm looking through this list of patches right now, and it's insane how creative our group is. The amount of stuff that we've created in the last bunch of years is like it rivals anything. Yeah, it really like, does. You can't even name something that's. I think I think you were saying that we're better than NPO. Was that what you were saying? Yeah. Well, obviously that's common sense. You don't have to tell me that. What? What? It's a common creative good of the people for charity. Uh, I'm just shocked. At, yeah, I'm shocked. But I'm shocked that you know, even if it's a patch you don't like and wouldn't wear personally, it's still like executed very well. Yeah, there are a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. So we're up to 997. <laughs> On on the website, and there are about um, 30, 33 pending releases that haven't haven't been published yet because they even have they haven't uh, reached the public yet or they haven't been produced yet. But they've their orders. Oh my god! So all right, let's get off of patches. Uh, I always do. Talking about patches. Uh, J to Z podcast is back, um, and you guys listen to that you guys know what i'm talking about i know exactly I, what you're talking about but i haven't listened to this new episode yeah i did oh is it good uh i thought it was good uh it was nice to hear them doing a podcast again and it's, it's jeff right jeff's back with them yeah jeff atnella and zarek and okay. they were talking about like you know kids and coronavirus like all the same shit everyone else is talking about but oh, my that- question is uh, according to the Soccer Touchdown podcast, players are not allowed to appear on podcasts. And then how is Jeff Atanella allowed to do his own podcast talking about soccer? On, Interesting. On fan podcasts? Is that a league-wide ban or is that a, a Timbers-wide ban? I think it's Timbers. I mean, like you can, yeah. I mean, Zarek was clearly on it too, and that's a Houston thing. So was that more of a their content creator uh, saying he wants to keep players for you know his podcast or Timbers podcasts uh, that they control? But then why was Jeff allowed to do his own? Maybe Jeff is going to get in trouble. Maybe Jeff doesn't. Know <laughs> yeah, the that's rule. why. That's why he hasn't started. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think uh, he may have been. He may have exp- permission to do that because it's his own podcast. I, th- I thought it was more to control the message, right? Because I didn't, I thought, my thought was maybe it was because somebody finally, finally heard um, Foster Langsdorf on the that episode of Soccer Touchdown when he said way too much. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that first of all, that made me love that guy even more. But um, it's like trying to imagine the front office listening to that being like, oh, no, <laughs> you, you must saying? stop. <laughs> we have yeah, that was... We've got to put a lid on this and control it. Even the um, the the Zarek Valentin episode of Soccer Touchdown after that Seattle playoff game, he's he said a bunch of things where I was like, "Oh, geez, man!" Um, and that wasn't even that egregious in comparison to Foster Langsdorf. So thanks a lot, Soccer Touchdown, for ruining it for everyone. Yeah. Now Richard Huckabee Sanders won't let us have any fun. You're welcome, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, I did listen to the podcast, J and Z. Uh, J to Z, you should definitely uh, give it a few minutes and give it a listen. Uh, it was fun to hear their perspectives, and they have committed to doing more um, podcasts here in the future. I, I was kind of ha- had half a mind to boycott it because I figure if you wait over a year to put out an episode, You've lost me. Oh, so you're the hard bargain guy, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm, tough love. Tough love for <laughs> Zarek and Jeff Atnell. I would really wish they had done some episodes during the Iron Front, even if mm-hmm. they had to have been you know, pre-cleared by the front office. I just really wish they would have talked about that. Me too. I do feel like um, we know where Zarek's heart is, obviously. He had that famous photo of him wearing the TA Iron Front t-shirt outside of the stadium uh, for the uh walk in but i wonder if they were silenced too because again richard uh huckabee sanders did not even remotely address the iron front issue at all like zero talk zero writing um 
anything. And so I wonder if that was like, you know, they were banned from having any public displays of public displays of appreciation. Of anti-fascism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. No, so. PDA, no PDAs. There you go. Yeah. Public displays of anti-fascism. Ooh. Hey, have, have you guys, um, have you heard about this COVID-19 thing? Um, no, I haven't. No, Can tell you tell us, us more? <laughs> well, don't go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Randy, the don't second go- I saw that you posted on Facebook uh, on what, what you had done, I was like, oh, this is not going to end well. Okay. Oh, so I got to stop this. I got to so do the great. explanation first. Because as I was posting it, I was like, I know there's going to be, I know this is going to end poorly. My, I knew that was going to end well. wasn't going to end well, but I still, like, self-destructive streak. I was post. Well, didn't we egg it on a little at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, do, and I should have known I could have counted on you guys to make it worse. <laughs> so here's what we did. On Saturday, we drove to Cannon Beach. We went to the Far Beach, Tol- Tolavera or whatever it is, um, Tolona. So Lavana, my wife's here while we're recording, so if she has officially listened to one episode now. No, oh, nice. just of your voice. Well, yeah, so, well, one, uh, yeah, one third of one episode. Then I guess. Um, so we we went to that beach. We dr- literally we got in our car. We drove to the beach. We packed our own food. We didn't go into town. We didn't go into any restaurants. We didn't go into anything. We just literally got out of the car, walked onto the beach sat in our own isolated area, you know, 50 yards away from everyone else because we weren't in the main area. And we sat with the dogs. We ran around. We got some exercise. And then we got we ate our lunch on the beach by ourselves. And then Did we got in our car. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> we got in our car and drove home. We it were, sounds like an official statement. We were there for, uh, yes, it is. We were there for like two hours. Um, and it wasn't a big deal, but did your lawyer write this statement for you? <laughs> no. Did you visit anyone while you were there? So, uh, yeah, I, cl- I, no, I didn't visit that. Even though Jonathan, see, there you go. Even though Jonathan was in <laughs> Cannon Beach, I did not visit him. I, um, not only were you in Cannon Beach while I was in Cannon Beach, uh, I believe that was one of the grocery store trips that I've done to that fresh foods right there on the corner. So I was probably there at the same time that you were. And we didn't know. And do you know why we didn't know? I thought it was because Randy was a jerk and didn't value our friendship. But what I've learned <laughs> is that he cares about social distancing. Do you remember the day before when you're like, hey, if either of you guys are coming down, you can fully come and stay high and hang out with us for a while. Yep. And then um, the next day we find out that he was down in Cannon Beach. And didn't come say hi. We could have still socially distanced said hello. That's true. That's true. What grocery store are you talking about? It's called Fresh Foods. It's like a Whole Foods wannabe uh, right next to Tolvana. Okay. Like Kitty Corner from the parking lot? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Gretchen's. Yes. She says yes. Fresh yeah. something. Gretchen. Was it called Fresh Something? Yes. It was called Fresh Something. Yeah. We, fresh Foods. I looked That's at where... that store and did not go in. It is a very nice store. They have... Um, they have 10 taps. They have uh, like a coffee bar in there, like an actual barista. And it's really good foods. Like if you want to get Impossible Burgers or Beyond Burgers in no. the Oregon coast, you can get them there. Josh, have you ever had one? Yes. They're good. Yeah. Where? What? When? Where? At um, what's the whole, the, the whole food 365? What's it called? Um, is it called just 365? Yep. In LO, they have the, um, I forgot what the name of the place is, but it's uh, like a, a, a burger place like that. Well, next, you can go the fuck next yourself. Burgers are, next, it's called Next Level, maybe? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I recommend you go to Burger King uh, and get an Impossible Whopper and tell me if you hate it. Okay. If you hate it, I will never ask you to do it ever again. I will ask for other things from you. Do you know that Burger King decided that they're not paying their rent at any of their UK location? I mean, any of their European locations until this is over. Whoa. 
Do you know that? Uh, do you guys see that article where the EPL teams are going to have to pay back six hundred and thirty million pounds if they don't broadcast the rest of the games? Yeah, you know they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to pay it back. No. Uh, well, it's bre- I guess it's breach it's a con- contract, but, but it's not them breaching it. It's true, but they're. Um, I think they're going to. I think they're still going to play them behind closed doors, possibly because they none of those guys can afford to give back their cut yeah. of. They're they're going to finish the season. It's just going to be behind closed doors and in the summertime. That's um, almost nine hundred. Um, God, I really don't want Liverpool to. Act. I was so happy that Liverpool wasn't going to lift the title. Yeah. Nine hundred million dollars. That's what it is. It's almost nine hundred million dollars, or around nine hundred million dollars. Jonathan can pay it back for them. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put that on the the Amex. Um, that'll be fine. Um, yeah, totally. No, but so it's funny that so Randy, you were you were judged very harshly uh, on Facebook. Sure was for um, for your transgressions against the Oregon Coast. I can understand why people thought that they just weren't, they just didn't understand the real, what they thought I was doing versus what we actually did Two completely different things. So I I get it. Let me tell you what people were doing. Uh, So again, we've been here for just over a couple of weeks. We'll maybe go home in another couple of weeks. We're not sure yet. Um, There's no point in going home. uh, Like we're not traveling for work. So um but what people were doing uh, was going to restaurants, getting takeout, and then just sitting right outside their front door and eating the food um, <laughs> in large groups of people uh, and way more than 10 and people who didn't know each other. And uh, it was like, really? Uh, and again, like I understand, uh, you know, wanting to escape from your house and come to the coast and, and do whatever, but no one obeyed any rules. And, uh, what I will say though is like, people were giving you shit because they're saying like that seaside and Costco was slammed and there's no food. I went there today. Um, and it's overflowing with groceries. So, uh, they're, I didn't go to the Costco. I didn't uh, go to any store. Bring back toilet paper. I can't find any anywhere. You, if you need some, go get some in my house. Um, there's tons. Uh, I That's one of the things that I just normally stock up on in general is toilet paper. So before this was even a thing, uh, we had hand sanitizer and like the Clorox wipes and, or, and like the regular yeah, toilet paper. What about your bidets? Oh, yeah. The, do, take a spin, man. Go on over <laughs> You gotta. No, I'm not gonna do that. It's not sanitary. I'm just asking nope. why. Why are you stockpiling toilet paper pre-coronavirus if you have two bidets at your house? We only have one bidet. Oh, I thought yeah. You so you need to stockpile toilet paper. Yeah. So we will. We will have a second bidet at some point when we do the next remodel. Um, but how do you uh, pluralize bidet? Bid- bid- Bidets. <laughs> Bidets. I'm going to ask uh, JP and Zippy to make us a poop talk with Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna I like that, that you're having other podcasts make us songs. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're good at it. Um, hopefully, he'll, hopefully I can get um, JP to use his theremin for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Poop talk is, is key, man. Um, uh, I, uh, again, but... So when I went to Safeway today in Seaside, um, there were there was some toilet paper on the shelf, which was nice. Uh, there was some anti or like you know uh, antibacterial counter spray that kills ninety nine point nine percent of germs, which was nice. And then I went to Rite Aid because um, try to buy a thermometer, uh, it's crazy. Um, just to take your temperature. I never do that. And so when you try to find one now on Amazon, it's it's either $175 and it'll be there in a week or it's you know $15 and it'll be there in middle of May. And so <laughs> uh, I went to check at Rite Aid to see if they had any. And what Rite Aid did is they put everything that everyone's after right now behind the counter next to the cigarettes. Uh, so nice. um yeah, they got thermometers, they have toilet paper, they have wet ones, like, you know, that kill antibacterial stuff that's all there, and you can buy one of everything, uh, nothing else. Gretchen went on Amazon to look at toilet paper, and she said it was all, like, 
bizarro brands that you'd never heard of. Yeah, like White Cloud, Sherman, Sherman, <laughs> or What Cloud? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So uh, the Oregon coast itself is doing just fine, although they did drop the the anvil on Sunday, and they kicked out anyone who was here at a hotel or Airbnb or VRBO. Oh yeah. Or any I short-term s- stay. As we were walking back to the parking lot on the beach, we saw some people at one of the motels that's, or I don't know what if it condos or whatever, where it's just like, you know, three rows of, yeah. Yep. I just saw people like hanging out, hanging out together, walking past each other constantly. And it was just like, got a shudder as I kind of avoided that thing. <laughs> So, yeah. um, Gretchen read what did you read about Hawaii that they're going to start arresting people that show up off of yeah, planes okay so as they get off the airplane I have no, she didn't okay. say, she didn't say anyway here, so here's some un- <laughs> uninformed information for you Somebody saw something that said they were going to start arresting people that show up to go to Hawaii. <laughs> like, like if you buy a plane ticket and just show up to, to go to Hawaii for no reason as a tourist, they're just going to start arresting you. That's if I'm so going right. to go to jail somewhere. I probably wouldn't mind going to jail in Hawaii. Why? There's um, there's some crazy people in Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Is you don't want to. You don't want to be Have in you ever like, seen Honolulu an episode jail. of Hawaii Five O. Those jails or Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my my cultural reference is like 50 years older than yours. Yeah, that actually <laughs> happened. Hey, everybody, I'm old. Yeah, Randy, so this is your seventh pandemic that you've lived through. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's not can, as bad as the Spanish flu, but... Can you please tell us about what it was like in 1918? Uh, the Spanish flu was worse. Huh, interesting. Hot yes. take, Randy. Hot take. Um, silver linings. Nope. Guys returning from injury. Marrera, Atnella, Flores. Is everyone staying fit? Um, I don't That's know. That's my question. I keep seeing videos of all the Premier League players doing crazy like things to stay in shape. I haven't. I follow all of the Timbers players. Haven't seen one of them do anything. Gretchen said she saw Mabiala training in the backyard, and his one of his kids was like getting in the way. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Maybe like, I missed that. Then I take that statement back. But so I mean, obviously, he's not doing like real training if his, you know, his kids are like three or something like that, and they're well jumping on him while he's trying to do some exercise. (laughs) Yeah, Tim Aaron just posted um, in Timber's Wonderland uh, saying that the the Blancos are hilarious on Instagram. Ah, they're doing um, uh, Q and A's on Instagram with. different timbers players um That's through the it, timbers page yeah it's pretty good actually like duvall's was pretty good um i haven't seen that yet actually he's probably one of the guys that's not so happy about the coronavirus because he was actually getting starting time unexpectedly <laughs> yeah that's a tough one god how sad is it this season like if i knew that nashville would have been like our last game <laughs> ever ever <laughs> ever some people yeah. have wondered if you can get a refund for these missed games. And the answer to that so far is no, because they have not officially been canceled. If they are officially canceled instead of just postponed, then you can worry about getting your refund. But now you can't. Jonathan, are you getting a refund on your Spurs tickets? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I bought tickets uh, for the big birthday bash. Um, and uh, they. Uh, I tried to get refunds there. I'm like, these are indefinitely postponed. Uh, people clearly aren't going to pay me um, for the, the tickets. Um, and I wouldn't expect them to. Uh, so I don't want to sit on this um, and whatever the makeup game is like, we're not going to be able to go anyway. Uh, so uh, I was like, Hey, like, you know, do the right thing and refund me. And, the I got through two different companies, and the first one was like, we don't do refunds. Um, you know, we'll do it as like you know, there's going to be a makeup game, and then the tickets will be good for that. And 
even if that doesn't happen, it's behind closed doors, then we'll just let you keep this as a credit with us that you can spend on a future event. And I was like, bad policy. Bad yeah, you, know, you know who would never do that is Burnley would never do that. No. So, um, <laughs> jump ship. Yeah. So, uh, the Burnley so, ticket collective. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, and I was like, that's, um, I understand what they're saying. Um, it wasn't Spurs. Like, so Spurs like sells through resellers. Uh, you, for, you just expected different treatment because you're an American, right? Uh, I expected different treatment because uh, it's obviously an extenuating circumstance. Um, right. And and so when they said no, I was like, you guys can go pound salt. Um and then I emailed the other company as well, said the other one, and I was like, "Hey, what um, you know can you know same story?" And they said, "We're waiting to see what the refund policy is going to be from uh, Tottenham before we uh, are able to do anything." And so I just called the credit card company, and I was like, "What do you think? Should I dispute these charges, or like is this like covered by purchase insurance uh, or whatever else?" And what they said, what we'll do is we're going to dispute the charges um, and say that they sold me something they could not deliver on um, and uh, see what happens. And then if that doesn't work, then it would be covered by insurance. But they don't want to do the insurance policy for they want to try to just figure it out with the ticketing companies. And I was like, I get where they're coming from. where they're like, well, shit, dude, we sold this and, you know, we, they probably spent their money on something else. Um, but I, I mean, like, it's not, it's, yeah, it's they have just to pay a bad vibe. TV companies, they have to, yeah. 762 million pounds they need to pay. Yeah. So, uh, but the, the, I have to credit to the credit card companies because they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll figure this out. So, is, is um, the expression pounds, pound sand or pound salt? Both. And the other part of that is up your ass. I am the peacemaker. A pound sand right up your ass. (laughs) So, (laughs) people people say the go pound salt or go pound sand and leave it at that, but it's pound salt up your ass. Okay. Okay. Um, Cool guy. Yeah, more poop talk with Jonathan. Um, so uh, credit to uh, American Express for valuing my business and fighting, fighting back. This podcast episode is brought to you by American Express. Get the <laughs> platinum card if you want to get travel rewards. Oh, maybe they'll actually approve me now. And Burnley, who would never treat you that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by so, the wonderful Burnley. <laughs> yeah. I was so bummed about. Uh, I'm not really bummed about canceling the the Spurs uh, trip because again they were doing so shitty this year. Um, but uh, it's just interesting how much COVID nineteen has changed everything that we keep as normal. So oh yeah, um, define shitty. I mean they're in like seventh place, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're, they're five, just they're, they're in eighth place. Champions okay. League team. Yeah, the past like. Place five years they were you know again competing for champions league spots very close to winning the premier league a couple times so they um uh kind of died off like right towards the end of season uh they were in the champions league final last year against liverpool and so it's like they had been doing really well for a long time and they just hit like this point where they weren't progressing and they weren't buying any big players uh and when you're competing with teams that just have the deepest pockets um it's it's tough to do it a lot of the players they got they got from um or the all the the money goes back to when they sold gareth bale to real madrid and um uh buying and selling other players but uh but two of like so harry kane has been injured for a long time and then uh son was injured and so the delay for Spurs is actually really good uh, if they do play those games behind closed doors because maybe Harry Kane and Son will be back. So that wraps up our community service coronavirus coverage. I'm sick of talking yeah. about it. I'm sure everybody is too. Next, we're going to talk about what? The home opener, the 2011 home opener rebroadcast. Say, Jonathan. 
<laughs> Randy. Did you watch that rebroadcast of our first MLS home game versus the I, Chicago Fire? I did. What a fantastic win. Did you get a chance to watch it? I did, man. That was um yeah, that was great. I I love 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 that they put that on the air. I am looking forward to uh, a lot of the old games being uh, shown because for me, uh, you know, coming into being a Timbers fan uh, after MLS, uh, there's a lot of history that I am aware of, but I don't really get to understand because I didn't experience it. I'm just, you know, hearing from somebody else, but uh, getting to watch that was really cool. Uh, And some of the things that I noticed throughout the entire game was it it just, you could feel the atmosphere watching it as a rerun uh, and how cool that actually was. Uh, And kind of bummed that I was not in Portland for when that was happening, but still, uh, you know, goosebumps in the, in the pre game interview when they were interviewing Jack Jewsbury I mean, interviewing him now, but about what it was like to feel it then. And he says, I still get goosebumps when I hear the, uh, the Star Spangled Banners like being sung by the, the Timbers Army. Yeah, that, that was um, definitely good. I was in Portland at the time scoffing at this whole thing from the outside because... <laughs> Stupid soccer. Yeah. Um, so some of the things that I picked up from this game, I wrote down a bunch of notes, um, but man, it was pouring down rain. Oh, I know. The field was soaked. The, every pass looked like it was the ball was filled with cement. You could see them taking shots or whatever, and then it was just sort of like <laughs> slow motion rolling. Uh, certainly it was uh, uh, games like that that I enjoy watching from remote where we sit in key bank before they did the expansion when it would rain the rain would just barely hit your knees uh, if it was like even pouring down rain our seats were just under cover but still early in the third row from the field so it was pretty nice when they did the expansion the it is no longer covered and it's not covered for the first like 10 12 rows so uh, those games will those be very rich people should deserve to get their just desserts. Desserts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. Lo- I, I would like my my champagne not to come with water in it. Seriously. Well, they ra- They yeah, they raise the roof like another fifty feet or something. Way higher than that, and, and the wind back. blows in that direction, so yep. it just the rain just falls on everything. Yeah, you have to stand at the top. Yeah, so pouring down rain, we'll stand at the top, and then the really hot days, we also stand at the top just because uh, the sun is unbearable. But seeing the game like that, you're like, oh, Jesus, Uh, I'm glad that's not happening right now. Um, And then here's a thing that I want to ask you guys about in terms of chants. So you could hear the Timbers Army super loud and clear in the broadcast. They focused on it multiple times during the the broadcast at the time and i hate the the no pity chant when someone gets injured yeah i agree well you well usually it's because you can't tell if they're injured or not that's the like when you go to a match and you're yelling you're doing the no pity chant because you think a guy's just wasting time and then you go home and you watch it on tv and you see the guy's like kneecap is sticking out of the side of his leg yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh geez his bone sticking out from his boot <laughs> hey dom dwyer don't care uh i'll, I'll chant that one yeah. um but when i used to go to metro stars games it reminds me of uh the metro stars had a chant that was you're going home in a jersey ambulance and uh it, <laughs> Like at the time, you know, I'm in my late teens, uh, early 20s, and that's funny. But uh, I just, oh, that when that dude got creamed in that game and you could hear the chant, you're just like, that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. What are you going to do? Do you chant no pity in the Rose City when someone gets injured when you're in the Army? Um, you know. Own it, Randy. I, if I do, it's always with caution. It's always a little bit with a little bit of reserve. Like, I, hope, I hope when I go back and watch this, that that guy's spleen's not on the pitch somewhere. You know, I used to, yeah, I used to chant 
and not care. But then I think it's like once I had a kid, all of a sudden, like, yeah. I care about everything now. I'm like, oh, my God, what if he's really oh, hurt? <laughs> I can't imagine knowing Josh before he had a kid, if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kinder, gentler Josh that we know, the, with Josh with love in his heart. PMA yeah. Josh. Pure love. Holy cow. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't know that if I knew this was going to be PMA March, I'm going to maybe change it to PMA April or something because I'm really like on my last leg right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going nuts. I feel the positivity, Josh. I feel it. Uh, I'm still positive, though. So one of the other things that I really liked about this game is that even though Kenny Cooper did not have a uh, a really good game, whereas um, he got robbed uh, of that first goal. Yeah, Travis said KFC, which I love that name. That's so fantastic. Missed yeah. opportunity from the patch uh, patrol. Um, is he's the type of forward that I like? He was like he's big, skillful, uh, great footwork, powerful. Doesn't flop. I thought you were going to say tall and white. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my dream. Uh, no, uh, he was the version of Fernando Adi that I would like as a timber. Exactly. I enjoyed watching him. Yeah. So no, who I really enjoyed watching was that guy. Um, Prolaza was his name. Prolaza. Yeah. Prolaza, I have, man. I have questions about that gentleman. Um, specifically, where did he go? He went to the union. <clears throat> so he scored, he scored two goals that game. Right. And he was still in yep. everyone's faces. He possibly could have scored more, you know, if they kept him in, who knows? And he looked, he looked amazing. Right. And um, so I went to go look up his stats. He scored six goals the whole season. And two of them were on that, that home opener. The next, the next year we traded him to the Philadelphia union. He made two appearances for them. And then they reached an agreement where they both terminated the contract. And then he, did not play anywhere after that or else his Wikipedia page has not been updated, but that is the very last thing that gets mentioned. We should update his Wikipedia page for him. I think <laughs> I saw him as a cashier, Fred Meyer. Ouch. He, uh, um, he joined as a trialist too. Like they brought him over before the season started and he just was, you know, to practice with the team. And he was also in some sort of lawsuit with his old team before that in Columbia. Um, and he had like multiple contracts signed at the same time. And there was, I was, I went back and read an article in the Oregonian where they were talking about him possibly joining the team. Um, but yeah, just kind of weird, like joined us with some legal stuff going on and he wasn't quite on the team. You know, he was a trialist in the beginning. That dude is playing with confidence and bravado. He, um, like the energy was was so real, and maybe that has to do with the army and it being the home opening game of MLS. You look great. Yeah, it was uh, one of those. Where I was like, "Damn, what happened to that guy? What did I miss?" Uh, and it turns out uh, he's not all that good. So, like, bummer, but definitely uh, he was really fun to watch. Uh, and so, then, that would that would be like tuning into like. Um, late fall, Aspria in a match, and being like, "Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> wait to see this guy next year!" Yeah, definitely um, from Colombia as well. Oh, good point. Um, and then I also really liked John Spencer, the coach. Uh, I don't. Maybe I just like uh, Scottish accents, but I sent you guys a link on Slack for the. For the Alaska Airlines commercial uh, getting ready <laughs> for the the season and his um, uh, it, that was hilarious okay take a seat and shut your haggis traps there are eight exits on the 737 and unless you're on your smarty phone like a right prat you would know they are to fasten your seatbelt you'll take this little fiddly bit and insert that little fiddly bit and how you drove to the bleeding airport without knowing this, I will never know. His like super enthusiasm, he was fired up, and not that Caleb Porter or um, um, Severese aren't. I just I don't know. Like they're like he looked like a dude to me. He does. He doesn't look like a coach. He just looks like looks like a a guy. Yeah, you know, from high school or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. He's like I'm here to have a good time. 
Rodney Wallace. Did you guys see Rodney Wallace in that game? He looked like he was so young. So very young. He looked like a high school kid. <laughs> Same with Nagby. It was yeah. crazy. Subbed um, on in the 82nd minute for Khalif Alassan. Well, some thought that Darlington Nagby may be given the start one of the flank roles tonight. We may, may well see him in the second half. I was, I was told he was fit. Back from injury. Had the sports hernia um, surgery. And so John Spencer said he didn't want to rush things, but if he can bring him on second half off the bench, then he possibly would. And I believe Correct. that was his first home appearance for us. It might have been his first. Yeah, it might have been his first appearance, I think, home or away. So I watched the game and I went through the, some of the cool stuff. Um, uh, and I wrote down the the minutes that things happened. It was fun was Nagby came on. But right before he came on, there is that other guy, Eddie Johnson, uh, yeah. who uh, took a rip of a shot where um, they were just explaining who this kid was and how he came from the Manchester United Academy system. And then I was like, oh, whatever. Clearly, it didn't turn out to be anything. And he took that one shot. I was like, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, almost almost scored. And then Khalif almost really, scored. Yeah. Seeing Khalif play in a reserve match in 2012 <laughs> is why I became a Timbers fan because some drunk members oh, of the Timbers army had a, right. had a chant with his name. They were like, Tim, Khalif, Khalif, throw your hands up. And I was like, wow, if this guy's on the reserve team, <laughs> he has his own chant. I didn't know what was going on, but yeah. So so that was in the 51st minute when he hit that, like, like he hit the woodwork um, uh, and it almost was a goal, but what I was thinking about, which is also super interesting, like going back and rewatching uh, this old game, is what would have changed with VAR. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Um, that first goal would have been good, and then the second goal, the goal that Cooper did score, would probably have not been a goal. Been called the handball. Yep. Uh, super interesting, and they were talking about that. Um, uh, oh, it's so difficult for the referees, and they're not employed by MLS. They're employed by FIFA or whatever. And uh, how <laughs> oh, it's yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. hard for them to to officiate these games because you don't know what's going to happen. Um, and, Imagine you if know. you're a time traveler, you could go back to that time and say, don't worry, guys, we're going to introduce VAR, and everything's going to be perfect from that <laughs> <Yeah>. point on. <laughs> <laughs> and it still sucks. Um, then... There were two other things that I thought were really interesting in this game that are not even specifically game related. But in the 20th minute, one of the announcers is you have to go and listen to it because it's hilarious where they're talking about like the sponsors, like this is brought to you by Volkswagen and blah, blah, blah. Was and it the Hot Pockets halftime report? Coming up, stay with us at halftime on the Hot Pockets halftime report. Alexi Lalas will be joining us. No, it was, it was in the 20th minute. Um, and he <laughs> called it. He, uh, he called it um, Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> and I spit <laughs> beverage out of my mouth. And in part by Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Uh, was, was, it the, was it the... Um, the what is that guy? Is that guy English? The uh, I don't announcer? know what he is, uh, but that Ta- was Taco Bell. Yeah, I, I wrote it down. T A C K O. That's the same guy that's still Taco. on ESPN. That's like that calls Blanco Blank Blanco. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. I, it's like one of those things. It's not meant to be funny. It just ended up being pretty damn funny. Um, and then the other thing that I wrote down was in the 43rd minute. What the hell was that with the, the ball where like Gavin Wilkinson got kicked out? <laughs> I think uh, referee Ricardo Salazar just sent him back. Whoever he is, it was out of your camera show. He's playing a few games with Cigares, offering him the ball and taking it away. Cigares didn't like it. Well, the man in your picture who was dismissed was actually Gavin Wilkinson the GM of the Portland Timbers. I think you have to allow him a little leeway, don't you, on opening night exuberance. Oh, he's waiting, okay. been waiting a long time <laughs> I'm, I'm for not this. sure he wants to reflect back on his... <laughs> you want to remember it for a victory. You don't want to remember it. I've got ejected by the referee on opening night as a general manager of the club. Because um, the Chicago player, like the ball wait, went out. Wait, hold on, hold on. Did you just say Gavin Wilkinson out? Yeah, GW out. Um <laughs> In the 43rd minute, the ball goes out, and it's Chicago's ball for a throw-in. 
and Gavin Wilkinson was standing on that side of the field when it happened. And he basically was playing keep away with a Chicago player when he had the ball and it started getting a little bit chippy. And the referee made multiple signals to Gavin Wilkinson. Like, you got to go, man. You're out. Move. You're well, done. Straight, straight red for the... Don't but there was warning. no card. Yeah. Oh, come on, ref. She tripped him. Yellow card. Yellow card, ref. Call a yellow card. Brendan, what's a yellow card? It's, a, it's actually a yellow card. It's literal. Yeah. It's idiotic. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, it, it was super weird. Go back and watch it. Um, All right. 43rd minute. Um, we did Tetris in the 41st minute. That was kind of weird in a in a live game. And I guess a couple people have told me that that was a thing in the beginning that you didn't. They didn't wait till the win was secured to do Tetris like they do now. I noticed that. That's my favorite. I did not notice that, Josh. It's like you almost didn't watch the game. I know it's shocking, right? It's almost yeah. like you watched the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also uh, the the own goal that we had in the 66th minute. Um, that was just I don't know if you guys again if you remember that specific goal or not, but we yeah. got uh, just beat hardcore beat and. Uh, defender just trying to get back and uh, clearly uh, a terrible own goal. But um, we looked good for the first 60 minutes and then we got, we, it looks like we like took our foot off the gas. It, yeah. And in, in a lot of ways it was just like watching us like a 2019 game or a 2018 yeah. game or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, look at us. We're, we're killing it. And then like, Oh God, are we really going to blow a four zero lead? <laughs> seriously um that whole game was really chippy like i mean i mean sure yeah. a lot of it was the weather but just like guys crashing into each other's shins constantly flailing around it was almost like a rugby match at some points yeah the audio was like you could hear so much on that broadcast and in the 16th minute there was a foul on uh KFC and it wasn't a terrible foul in terms of how it looked but the sound was just oh yeah (laughs) basically the same sound that I made Josh Um, (laughs) and then the other goal that they had Chicago uh, scored by Papa in the 81st minute um gleason i'm like i watched i kept hitting rewind because i wanted to see if i wanted to blame gleason for the goal or if it was just one of those it was so phenomenal there's nothing gleason could do and i still can't decide uh huh. like gleason gets a hand on it but it's like tipping it um so it oh, was yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah it was gonna go in either way but i can't decide if he's too far out uh for that know. kind it's of probably like a, some of it had to do with the being super wet too um, but you know, Gleason, it was cool to see him start, yeah. uh, starting us off at home in the MLS era. And he was 20 at the time. And he was the, th- he was the, th- our third string keeper. The first two guys were, were injured. And so that's why he got the call up for that. That's, that's crazy. That's super crazy. So he was 20, so he couldn't legally get a DUI at that time. <laughs> Well, you could you know you could still get one. It's <laughs> just an extra ticket. For, uh, that's why'd you have to do that? Yeah, oh, that was that was the best um, that happened down the street from my house. Oh Jesus, I love that. <laughs> tell, to tell the truth, John, uh, Josh, he was over at your house, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> hey, we like to party, you know. Yeah. We so know that Liam loves game. boats. Did, and, you, did uh, you ever run into him in Lake Oswego? Uh, Liam? No. Uh, Liam, yeah. Gleason, no. No. My kids went to some one a friend of theirs from school. Their grandmother lived on the lake, and they had like a birthday party, and it was like right across the, right across the little jetty or whatever the hell it was from Ridgewell. Oh, nice. Nice. I miss Liam so much. <laughs> really. Yeah, I didn't realize how much I miss him until he, he was gone. <laughs> he played like fifty-two minutes. In his last, that's not even the point. The point is, the last season at at the team he was at, which was what, like third level? I don't know what team that was, but yeah, play against Shrewsbury. It was League One, first off. And he had only, yeah, but that's the third level. That's the, 
EPL. You Champions. call it League One. Right, but it's oh God. Oh God. League One. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he played like fifty two minutes that whole season for that for that team. Couldn't be bothered. It's like why why is he still playing? Why is he still pretending that he wants to play if all he can muster is fifty two minutes? It wasn't being bothered. They didn't want him to play. And why do you think that was? Because he's Liam. Exactly. He could do no wrong, Randy. Liam Bridgewell was a god. I we were looking the our Shrewsbury um, group was like so looking forward to that game against Southend. Yeah, and um, yeah, and then it started and he wasn't playing, and then it was just like, what the fuck? Why isn't he playing? And we figured it. Then we figured out later that they didn't want him to play. Okay. At this point, I'd rather have Steven Taylor instead of Liam Ridgewell. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, I guess in, in wrapping up the the talking about the game, that was super fun. And again, I think it's very creative of ways they're still trying to engage. I mean, obviously, they're not trying to engage because they care about us having something to do. They want to make money. And the more fired up you get, the more likely you are to, to order, some shit. Yeah, yep. order some shit online. I am waiting for them to release that damn Thorns kit because uh, I am... All oh, over that. definitely. Yeah. So they they didn't do like a a dudes version last year, did they? Dudes version. <laughs> I'll wear a ladies version of the shirt. I I have man boobs. It'll, it'll look great on me. That's sweet. Yeah. Oh my god. Let's, um, they broadcast the that thorns match too. Um, I don't know if that was it was the yeah the the home opener for the thorns the first game at home and I have that recorded. I haven't watched it that yet. Um, because. Of, just to continue on with the tradition of our subpar coverage of thorns. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. We're really engaged. As long as we mention the word thorns, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Lip service. Lip service. <laughs> well, I am buying one of them shirts when I can get one. Uh, and shirts. <laughs> shirts. Those are some great shirts. Shirts. I did order my mother-in-law one of those uh, U.S. Women's National Team four-star shirts. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I feel like I need cool. to get Margo one of those. Um, well, cool. Well, uh, anyone else want to say anything about the game, or are we good? I think we're good. Yeah. Randy, close us off. Close us off with episode seven. <laughs> close us off. <out. laughs> so that's all we have to talk about this episode, um, which we're going to keep doing. Community service, right? Escape, re- escape reality. This is some chuckleheads talk about soccer. Josh, where can the people reach us? Insert thing here. I haven't. I, I recorded it. We're going to do these live. We talked about it. that. Okay. Hold on. Let me. You got to let me. Oh, I need to you, pull it up. Every can't, time. You can't pull it off the top of your head? No, I don't remember the phone number. Oh. <laughs> Someone send us a yeah, voicemail. You have one job. I have one job, and that's the only thing I say in this whole episode, and I completely fucked it up. Like again, uh, we warned you about it. Okay, you know, all I can say is, all I can say to you guys is, if you want to email us, our email is portlandvanity at gmail.com. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, the number is 503-583-4235. And we're... On Facebook and Twitter, our Facebook is Portland Vanity, and our Twitter is PDX Vanity Soccer. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. Rock on. (laughs) Jonathan, what's our closing music? Uh, The closing music for this uh, episode of Portland Vanity Soccer podcast is the song Thick Skin by the band Limprist. Uh, if you are not familiar with Limprist, you should be. They're a super group uh, and have been around for a very long time and tour very infrequently. Uh, if you get a chance to see them live, you should definitely grab a ticket. Uh, my wife, who cannot stand music, uh, is uh, like Limprist, listening to it in the house. Love the live show. So, um, super group made up of who? Uh, a super group made up of, um, I don't remember their names, but like the singers from Los Crudos, uh, from Chicago. Uh, uh and so it's like old school punk, hardcore dudes. Uh, and it's a, like, you know, crusty. 
<laughs> it's very crusty. Um, uh, it's a queer core, uh, you know, hardcore band. Uh, check, definitely check it out. It's really good. And if you get to see them come through town, do it. They come through Portland when they do tour. Uh, they were just here a couple years ago, or three years ago. And it was, again, now I'm like the old fat guy for real going to punk shows. And um, I, luckily when Limpers came through town, uh, it was all old fat people uh, as opposed to... <laughs> Do you remember being a kid and seeing the old fat guys yeah. at the shows and be like, "What? Look at that guy! What's this deal?" Yeah, Dude, maybe I'm so that guy now. Like as the years have gone on, I just slowly moved to the back of the room, and now like I just always hover like in the corner of the back. Like I don't want to be anywhere near the pit anymore. Yeah, I'm like, don't spill your beverage on me. This yeah, fucking this is Arcteryx. It's cashmere. Like, what are you doing? Um, and I also wear earplugs now too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but whatever, I'm protecting my ears. I can barely hear it. Uh, so From all the years of no sh- earplugs. Seriously. Right. Limpress it is. Limpress. We're out of here. Until next time. I'm Randy. Josh. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push that okay. coronavirus to talk to start, and then um, Patch Patrol update, J to Z podcast, and then soccer review. Okay. Um, and then my right. quote about didn't I send you a video about uh, you know thing about the Randy podcast with Randy and Randy and Randy? I don't know what you're talking. No, about. I didn't see that. Oh shit! Hold on. Portland Vanity Randy Podcast, a podcast all about Randy and all things Randy, all the time Randy. Randy, 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 everybody loves Randy. They had the, the seats were tarped over first in the Timbers Army section. I noticed section. that up at the top. Yeah, the, the seats were tarped over, and the guy in the broadcast was still calling it a uh, calling it a, sell, a sellout. Like they, I forget what the terminology was. I think he just said, "Man, I'm really stumbling all over this." I'm just going to cut this yeah, whole you, bit. Are you, are you drinking? No. Are you high? No. Adderall. I'm mad, though. Matterall. <laughs> I'm on Matterall. Matterall, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. we do that again. No, it's done. Oh. Yeah, no, keep it as it is. I like it. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. So, right, what but, are you doing? Well, cool, guys. I'm just going to say a lot of words and then you can insert them wherever you want. Powerful. Magical. Wow. Look at those shorts. <laughs> and then now you can just stick those in wherever you need and we'll be good. All right. Can you get a load of that toilet? <laughs> um, huh. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm stimulating the economy. I care about the people. You're stimulating a lot more in the economy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> tell me more. Josh, <laughs> I said I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
So okay. Yeah, so I now, um, so now we go to the coronavirus update. What what? Corona. Insert cool song here. Virus. Coronavirus. <laughs> it's a virus for people. They get sick and it's fun to throw and party at home on the podcast. Quarantine. Um, <laughs> Started recording podcast. <laughs>